Expanded online classes are major campaign issues for four people hoping to grab seats on the Unit 5 school board in April. Brad Wirth, Amy Jetta, Dennis Frank, and Molly Emery say they want to see McLean County's largest school district adopt an e-learning curriculum. That's their promise to voters if they're elected to the school board. They say it would prevent cuts to extracurricular programs that could happen if voters reject a tax referendum. WGLT's Lindsey Jones files this report. The four candidates promoting e-learning as a solution to Unit 5's budget crisis are clear on at least one thing. Their proposal, they say, is not anything like the online instruction during the COVID-era school shutdowns. Here's one of the candidates, Brad Worth. This type of an initiative definitely gets compared to the COVID world, but they're night and day different. They don't even, they're not, it's, it's apples and oranges. Here's Amy Jetta. We're looking at um, e-learning tools, not going back to Google Classroom, not going back to the lockdown. A lot of people get traumatized when you say e-learning. And here's Dennis Frank. This isn't COVID. When we say e-learning, it's not COVID. So that was a mistake. So that's what the candidates say the proposal is not so what exactly is the idea? Here's Brad Worth again. What we're finding is we have, like, just looking at sixth graders through 12th graders, we're finding that just by trimming a very small amount of classes, by changing maybe electives or one class per semester and offering that through a true immersive electronic curriculum, that we have the ability to carve out about $11 million in, in cost. So in summary, the candidate's proposal is to switch some classes, more than likely electives, to an online platform. That said, Worth did add they've looked at the possibility of online delivery of core subjects, too. There's value in other areas as well. Mm -hmm. So um, math is one of the subjects that's um, almost universally, it's delivered more effectively through these immersive e-learning platforms than having a teacher in front of you. It's not clear who exactly would be delivering this instruction. Worth says the candidate's research thus far has led them to a few companies... We talked to a couple different companies. Edmentum was one of them. They didn't really want to talk to us very much. So Imagine Learning was a company that was more willing to share um, pricing information, um, some case study information that was out there. But no matter which company, hypothetically, were to be chosen as Unit 5's proposed e-learning provider, the end result includes a reduction in force. Here's Worth again. It has to be a combination of teachers and administrative staff. Um, Cutting them? Or? There's, there's no way around it. Other than audio from this interview, there's not a lot of detail easily available about this e-learning proposal. The four candidates running together as the so-called conservative slate do have a campaign website, but the information there has been scant on details. Details that would indicate, for example, how many staff members would have to be cut to close in on that proposed $11 million in savings the candidates say e-learning creates. Unit 5 Superintendent Kristen Weichel says cuts like that would be devastating to the district. You're talking anywhere from 200 to 225 maybe certified staff members. So those would be teachers, counselors, psychologists, social workers, admin, any of those certified personnel. I personally can't imagine how that would work. Weichel also says companies that provide e-learning curriculum or platforms don't do it for cheap. The district ran into this fact during the COVID school years when the state was under an executive order mandating districts provide an alternative to in-person learning for students who needed to remain at home.
we looked at it, but we didn't um, go with it because it was cost prohibitive. It was very expensive to do at that large of a scale. Weichel says Unit 5 looked at this possible COVID-era mass implementation of e-learning with Edmentum, the same company that Brad Worth says was not interested in talking to him and the other candidates he's running with. That's because Unit 5 already does use Edmentum for some students' instruction. But Weichel says those instances are, quote, rare and case-specific. One example is for students who need to make up a credit. Then if we have students who are who are on medical homebound and who will be out for a while, we may use Edmentum. And I say may because we have to look at every student individually. It can't be a widespread decision. Part of the reason those instances are rare is because educators say best practices, research, and lived experiences during the pandemic indicate that in-person learning is what works the best for most kids. Here's Julie Hagler, a 25-year veteran teacher at Normal Community High School and current president of the Unit 5 Education Association. I don't know of a single teacher who would like to bring back e-learning because we know that those personal connections you make with students and those one-on-one interactions that you have with them is really where true learning and growth takes place. Hagler, echoing Superintendent Kristen Weichel's worry, says a mass reduction in staff would likely have consequences that reach beyond the immediate. If you cut that staff, you would never get that staff back. And with the current teacher shortage, releasing staff is not in anyone's best interest. And if educators leave Unit 5 because they're forced out due to a reduction in staff, they're going to find jobs in other places because the demand is so high, Um, especially in the surrounding communities, Peoria, Decatur. Implementing a reduction in force is a complicated process in which guidelines, laws, and contract language dictate who gets cut and when they're due to be notified. Unit 5 attorney Kurt Richardson says that means the current proposal of slashing staff and moving to e-learning might not save as much as people may think. Generally speaking, it's the least senior teachers who are subject to that reduction in force. Those are the people in general that are lower on the salary schedule. And here's Euphia's Julie Hagler again. So we would be losing a lot of our younger teachers who bring, they really do bring a vitality to the profession. They bring new ideas, and then we incorporate those ideas into our established practices to make us better. And so it would be a tremendous loss to the district if we were to lose that resource. There's also the matter of whether a mass implementation of e-learning is even legal for any school district under Illinois school code. Hybrid learning, part remote, part in-person, as an option that students could just opt into, is only permissible in situations in which a public health emergency has been declared and the state superintendent has decided whether schools pivot to remote learning only or a hybrid mixture. Here's Unit 5 attorney Kurt Richardson again. There's no authority for doing a mass remote learning um, without that public disaster declaration or a public health emergency. And if e-learning were adopted in a widespread way for in-school classes, there could also be complications with teacher contracts. Say you had an auditorium full of students all on computers, uh, you know, learning, uh, that certainly increases the workload and ter- affects terms and conditions of employment. So that would be sub- something that would be subject to collective bargaining. Unit 5 school board candidate Brad Worth says effectively messaging e-learning or classes delivered through online curriculum companies has been, at times, difficult. I mean, then there's, again, a lot of pushback of comparing it to COVID, which 
I don't know how you fight that because it's not the same. We can there's there's a lot of people that just don't like it. They don't like what we're trying to do. They can come up with lots of reasons why it sucks, and there's not a whole lot we can do about that. Early voting is already underway at the McLean County Government Center in downtown Bloomington. Elections for school board and other local offices are officially on April 4th. I'm Lindsay Jones. You can read more about this campaign issue at WGLT.org.